Hello and welcome to Tuck and Run, the world's number one American football game show podcast. I'm your host, Dale Tucker, and joining me today is our gone but not forgotten producer, Ewan. Ewan, how are you? Tell the people. Hello, I'm good. How are you? How have you been? We haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, I've been fine. I've just been around. How is how was week eight for you? I think I know. Week eight was not good. No. Week I, eight, we had some problems. Yeah, he's talking about the Packers for anyone who doesn't know. Week eight wasn't great for me either, so don't feel bad. On today's episode, we have two, but two of my favorite people. Actually, all this is probably all three of my favorite people on one episode. Making his triumphant return with a, a well, let's just say one in one record, we have the great Sam OG. Sam, how what? are you? Sam, how are you? Didn't mean to interrupt you. How are you? Well, thank you for having me back. It's great Welcome to have back. you back. It's great to have the gang back <laughs> together. My fourth, my three favorite people on the entire internet. How was your week eight, Sam? Week eight, uh, it was it was a close, it was a close one. Uh, I mean, there was a shady PI call, but it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets what he wants, whatever he wants. The Giants, though. Giants are his, the Giants are his kryptonite. If it wasn't for Daniel Jones being terrible, they might have won that game. Yeah, honestly. But anyways, and so Sam will be our home team today, and representing the away team all the way from Tennessee, we have, making his illustrious return, Michael Parks. Michael, how are you? What up, homies? <laughs> He's been dabbing this whole time, but this is an audio medium, so nobody knows. How was your week eight, Mike? I think you're the only one of us who had a good week eight. Week eight is like every other week. It starts out bad and ends great, but sometimes not. How many games have the Broncos won? Three. Three. So three out of the eight weeks have been good for you. That was a good game, though. Three out of seven weeks because one of our games got moved due to corona. Anyways, well, we've spent enough time introducing everybody. Let's start the game. You guys have any last-minute questions? Michael, no? Mm. I might need some refreshers on some categories. But okay, we'll see. so Sam and Mike, do you guys know the categories? First question. Oh no, I don't. Oh I'm my. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you not you neither. It's been a while, so no. Okay, so we have for you two and for all our listeners: potent passers, remarkable runners, radical receivers, dauntless defenders, spectacular special teams, fantastical football, and then kick questions and hail marys so and uh, yes mike you have no idea i know yeah these have changed <laughs> clearly you haven't time. listened since you were last on we appreciate that you and i so it's basically it's all about well this is week eight so we're going to take a look at the whole season through eight weeks most of the questions okay. will be about the season as a whole there will be a few questions about this most recent week week eight midterm exam here yeah it's more or less a midterm exam in the future i will probably do this week five week nine week 13 and week 17 because i don't know what we're going to do week 17 when week 16 is a recap but that's neither here nor there so sam being the closest to me you can be and as our home team you can call the coin in the air i'll flip it now tails heads it was heads so mike would you like to go on offense or defense first we'll go defense you always want to receive in the second half Defense first. So, Sam, that means it is your ball. First and 10 at the 20. What would you like to do for your very first play? Let's go 10-yard pass with radical receivers. 10-yard pass, radical receivers. Your question is, through eight weeks, which player has the most unexpected yards after catch on a single play? 
That was a pass, so you don't get any multiple choice. Mike, you haven't been on in a while. It's Jeopardy style now. You can answer as soon as you want. Which receiver has the most unexpected yards, yards after, after catch? catch? According to Amazon Web Services, AWS, which receiver has which player has the most unexpected yards after catch on a single reception? Uh, let's go. Ooh, let's go. Oof. My heart, my my head's telling me Christian Kirk, but my heart's telling me DK Metcalf. Let's go with DK Metcalf. Neither of those are correct. Mike, you want to take a chance? Should have went with your butt. I don't know. Let's go with. You're not going to get this. It's a what known uh, player, but none of you would have thought. It's impressive too when I read you this. That oh, known Is player. It it's easy then. It's uh, Albert OK Wubunum. Is he a guy on the Packers? It is a guy on your former favorite team. Let's put it like that. Now, do you have an idea? You can't just give. No, no, he's got it wrong. He said Alberto. He's wrong. That's incorrect. But it is a player on your. Do you know Ewan? No, you can talk. It's all right. <laughs> no idea. All right, Sam. Not a clue. No. It's a. It's a jet. How about that? Anyone have an answer? Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder on a 69-yard touchdown reception was only expected to get six yards. So nice. that's that's the answer. So it is now second and 10. Still at the 20. What would you like to do, Sam? 69. Uh, run the ball with the running backs. Okay. Five-yard. Five-yard run. Five-yard. Five About running backs. Okay, that's what you meant when you said with the running backs. Your question is, for both of you, through eight weeks, that is a pass question. Your question is, <laughs> which player ran the most yards on a single play in week eight? Was it Deontay Harris, Marvin Hall, Jakeem Grant, or Trayvon Diggs? Beep, 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 beep. Trayvon Diggs. Ah, I can... You can say whatever you – you don't have to buzz in, Mike. Were you going to say that? No. Who are you going to – all right. Sam, you said Trayvon Diggs. Trevon yeah. Diggs is incorrect. He had the third most yards on a single player at 91.5 yards on a 33-yard interception. Mike? Jakeem Grant. Jakeem Grant is correct. On an 88-yard return for a touchdown, Jakeem Grant ran 117.3 yards. Good for first. Good for most. That was a five-yard run, so it is now third and 15 at the 15. What would you like to do, Sam? Third and fifteen at the fifteen. Well, we gotta we gotta get some yards here. Let's go for a ten yard pass, potent passes. You want to do a twenty, or you do you want to do a ten and then think about it on fourth down? Twenty option. Yes. <laughs> so the options are five, ten, twenty, and thirty. Jeez. Figure this out yeah, as we go. Yeah. Let's do this twenty. Let's gamble it. Twenty yard pass. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah. All I right. My arm. And out of what formation? Uh, what, what category? Potent passes. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Through eight weeks. Which quarterback, as soon as you hear the button, you can answer. As soon as you hear the beep, you can answer. Through eight weeks, which QB has thrown the most interceptions? Oh, let's go with uh, uh, what's his name? The guy from Cincinnati, uh, Joey Burrows. Joey Burrows. <laughs> Joe Burrow is incorrect. Mike, want to uh, take a chance? Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Most interceptions. We'll go with Daniel Jones. Not a bad guess. That's what I thought Sam was going to say. Daniel Jones has thrown oh. nine interceptions. Is it Nick Foles? It's Nick Foles, isn't it? No, it's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz oh. has thrown 12 interceptions, followed by Kirk Cousin with 10, Daniel Jones with nine, and Baker Mayfield with seven. However, you can tuck and run. 
or you can go to fourth down. It's your call. Let's punt the ball. It's you don't want to tuck it. You can tuck and run once per per possession. You still want to punt? Yeah, I'll play the same punt. It's fun. All right, because it's going to be the same question either way. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Tuck and run. Tuck and run. Make All right. Your question is for the first tuck and run of week eight. Name and Mike. I don't know why you're wearing your mask. We're on Zoom. Gotta <laughs> be safe. Just so you know, Mike, because both of you haven't you haven't listened in a while, Mike. This is gonna, there are going to be seven correct answers. You can answer correctly too to take potential yards away from him. So he's going to get ten yards for every answer he gives correctly. But if you say it before he does, he can't use that as an answer. Okay. You have forty seconds. Name the top seven wide receiver wide receivers in receiving touchdowns through eight weeks. As soon as you hear the beep, you can go. So the name the top seven receivers who have the most touchdowns through eight weeks of the season. Mike Evans. Ten, Mike Evans. Ten yards. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. You've taken ten yards away, so you're at zero yards. Uh, let's go with uh, Adam Thielen. Ten yards. Uh, um, Stephon, uh, yeah, Stephon Diggs. Incorrect. So you did gain oh, – You gained ten yards. So it is fourth and five. At the 25, correct, Ewan? Yes. Fourth and yep. five at the 25. Hogwash. Would, Would you like to not be a – Oh, never mind. we got the replacement refs, though. <laughs> no, no. So the top seven in receiving touchdowns in order are Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Tyler Lockett, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, and Calvin Ah, oh, Tyler freaking Lockett. He said Tyler Lockett, though, so he took it from you. DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, that was what he's in. Mr. Hill. Oh, you said Tyreek Hill? Sorry, Sam. I, I said, yeah. so said Tyreek Hill. You, you could have said Tyler Lockett. My mistake. So it is fourth and five at the 25. What would you like to do? Oh, me? Yes, so, Sam. It's uh, still your ball. You're having a little bit of audio difficulties right now. We got punt, 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 punt. Punt, punt. All right. Your punt question is, so Mike, on this, he will answer as many as correctly, and if there are any leftovers, you can answer for return yards. The question is... Name the top seven kickers in field goals made through the first eight weeks of the season. So the top seven kickers who have made the most field goals starting now. Gronikowski. Gronikowski. Who? Janikowski. The guy on the Cowboys. That, I don't <laughs> – you got to say his name. I will give you a hint. I don't – before you say something incorrect, there is nobody on the Cowboys who is Polish as a kicker. Ooh. No? No. All right, fine. The, the, the Asian guy in uh, Atlanta, <laughs> you. <laughs> you want to take a guess at his name? You. <laughs> Young Hooku. We'll give you that one. Go ahead. Ten yards. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I don't know. I don't know kickers. Ah. If you can say the team, I'll give you partial <laughs> give you credit. <laughs> what teams? Let's Let's go with the Rams kicker. The Rams kicker is not on here, so that is incorrect. So that is a 10-yard punt. Mike, how many can you name? Brandon McManus. Is also not on there, so that is a 10-yard punt. So the top seven kickers in field goals are Young Hoo Koo, not you. <laughs> also, the, the, the Cowboys kicker, I believe, is Greg Zerline, right? Greg Zerline is the yeah. Cowboys kicker. Um, Where's where the old um, Oakland kicker? Yeah, retired. Retired, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah he meant. I didn't know if he meant Gaskowski or Janikowski. Yeah, Janikowski to start with. <laughs> All right. So anyways, listen. <laughs> Young Huku in order. Randy Bullock, Fat Randy, Joey Sly, Graham Cano, 
Daniel Carlson, Rodrigo Blankenship, and Ryan Suckup. Those are the top seven. Anyways, anyways, it is first and ten. Oh, boy, that was at the 25, so it's at the 35. First and ten at Sam's 35. You need 35 yards into the end zone. Mike, <clears throat> excuse me, what would you like to do on your first play? All right, let's do a let's do a um a ten yard run, um, and let's go um let's go with the running backs category. Remarkable runners. Your question is: Through eight weeks, which player has the most rushing yards? Is it Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, or Todd Gurley? You go on the beep. Derrick Henry. Oh, you mother. Uh, <laughs> I think you both said it at the same time. So. Uh, Give you another one. Your question. No, 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 he said it. He said it. You said, said you and he said they both said Derek at the same time, right? I said it before the so, yeah. All right, doesn't. <clears throat> we'll, we'll do give you another one. Through eight weeks, <clears throat> excuse me. Through eight weeks, which running back has seen the highest percentage of eight-man boxes? Is it? Oh, I know. <laughs> Mike Davis, Benny <laughs> Snell, Damian Harris, or Gus Edwards? Uh, Damian Mike Harris. Davis. Mike Davis has seen 33.33%, good for third most. Damian Harris has seen 34.69%, good for second most. So neither of you are correct. It is The correct answer is Benny Snell, who has seen 38.64% of his snaps against eight-man boxes. <clears throat> All right, so it is second and 10 at the 35. Still, what would you like to do, Mike? We're going to go 10-yard pass this time. 10-yard pass. Out of? We're going to do um, um, fantastic receivers. We're going to do receivers. <laughs> it's, everyone just works running backs, quarterbacks, and receivers. There's defenders, there's special teams, and there's fantasy football. You said receiver, though, correct? Yes. The now first I, receiver question. I'll try the others when I remember them again. <clears throat> the first receiver in question is, through eight weeks, which player has the highest average cushion? It is a pass, so you don't get a, any answer, any hints. Um, I was giving cushion. It'd be the fast, fast MF. So I'm gonna say Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is not a bad guess because I would think that too. He's not even in top four. Sam, you want to uh, take a guess? Oh, I, I remember. I know the answer for the last season. I'm not sure if it's the case for this season. It's not the case for this season. All right, but this so, is a player uh, you should be familiar with. Let's just put it like that. Uh, I want to say D-Hop. No, I tried to give you a hint, but <clears throat> the answer is Sterling Shepard. Sterling oh, Shepard has an average cushion. That's probably why it's so high. His <laughs> average cushion is 8.2 yards, followed by Deshaun Jackson, 7.6. Surprisingly, Dontrell Inman, 7.4. And then Curtis Samuel is also 7.4. So it is third and 10, still at the 35. What would you like to do, Mike? Oh. Let's do 10-yard pass again. All right. And this time we'll do uh, defenders. Dauntless defenders. Dauntless. Last week they didn't even call a fan. They didn't ask one fantasy question. Which player ran the most yards to make a single tackle in week eight? You picked another pass, so you get no options. Ran the most yards to make a single tackle in week eight. DK Metcalf. I think two weeks ago that would have been correct. This week it is incorrect. Uh. DK Metcalf's not in the top that, four. That happened two weeks ago? There is a there is an offensive player in the top four, I will say that, but the other three. Oh, man. Yeah, that was not that was week seven. Mike? Uh, uh I don't really have a clue on this one. Um 
Well, we'll just uh, we'll throw a shot in the dark. We'll call it uh, uh, Antoine Five Winfield seconds. Jr. Antoine Winfield Jr. is incorrect. Xavier Rhodes ran 85.8 yards, by far the most, to make a single tackle in Week 8. K.J. Hamler ran 53 yards to make a, touchdown, a tackle. That is good for third. All right. <laughs> Who's the offensive player? KJ Hamler, the receiver on Mike's Broncos team. <laughs> KJ Ham Sandwich. So it is fourth and ten at the thirty-five. Things are going great. What would you like to do? Let's kick a field goal. All Can right. So you are going to need to answer six correctly. <laughs> so your question is, and Sam, you can take answers away from him. So if you answer two correctly, he misses the field goal automatically. Name the top – oh, we're about to hit the two-minute warning. Name the top seven players in interceptions recorded through eight weeks. So, in other words, as soon as I push this button, name the top seven players with the most interceptions on defense. So, the top seven players with the most interceptions starting now. Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore is not an option. <laughs> so, it is a turnover. Sam, I actually believe you – you move, you advance yards on that drive, <laughs> whether through your strong defense or his inept offense. The correct answer <clears throat> is Kendall Fuller, Xavier Howard, Carlton Davis, J.C. Jackson, yeah. Pierre Desir, James Bradbury, and Dante Jackson. Those are the top seven in interceptions. So, Sam, you, yeah. Yeah, you did advance the ball. It is now first and ten at the 35, further than you got at all in your first drive. What would you like to do? There are two minutes left in the game, uh, in the first uh, half. Run, I'm sorry. Let's, run, let's do a five-yard fantasy football question. Pass or run? Run. Five-yard run, fantasy football. Your question is, which tight end scored the most points in week eight? Oh, you, uh, Jared Cook, Eric Ebron, Gronk, or Travis Kelsey? Gronkowski. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. He was fourth most with 14.1. Jared Cook, Eric Iran. Travis Kelsey. It has to be. Oh. Uh, let's go with. Um, no, it wasn't Jared Cook. Let's go with. I, I, let's I, go with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, I really thought you were going to outsmart yourself on that one. Travis Kelsey <laughs> is the easy and obvious answer. He had 24.9. Did you really do a five yard run? Okay, yeah. 24.9 yard uh, fantasy points in week eight. So it is for second and five at the 40 with a minute and a half left. What would you like to do? 20-yard pass. <laughs> All right. Um, let's stick with fantasy football again. All right, your question is, and for you too, Mike, which quarterback has scored the most points through eight weeks? Russell Wilson. Oh, fuck. Five, that's the easy five yards. That is a first down. <laughs> <laughs> that is a first and 10 at the 45. Well, I'm so lost. What happened? <laughs> he answered before I beat, before I hit the, it's, it's encroachment. No, gotcha. it was, yeah, yeah, it's first down. First down at the, at the 45. First and 10 at the 45. Now I will give the same question. What, wait for the beat, Michael. Which quarterback has scored the most points through eight weeks? This is a pass, correct, Ewan? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is incorrect. He scored the second most points. I know who no one is. Yeah, that should be easy for you, Sam. Which quarterback has scored the most points 
fantasy, fantasy points through eight weeks. Uh, that has to be Mahomes. Does it have to be? I want to. Why don't we lock it in? Who, who's your answer? Oh, man. Don't wait, wait, wait. No, wait, I'm not trying to outsmart you. I'm just asking. All right, fine. Mahomes. Yeah, ma- yeah Mahomes. All right, Mahomes. Russell Wilson has 206.04 fantasy points. Patrick Mahomes has 207.1 fantasy points. Just barely eking out. So it is now first and 10 at the 45, 45 yards from the end zone. There is 59 seconds left. What would you like to do, Sam? Was that still a 20-yard play? Oh, no, that was 20. Okay, yeah. so, uh, ooh, 25? First and 10 35. at the 25. Oh, yeah, yeah. 35. He should be on the 40-yard no. line. Okay, the, the 35. The 35. Yeah. Yep. First and 10 at the 35. 35 yards. Thank you. You and what would I do without you? First and 10 at the 35-yard line. What would you like to do? Whoa, how, many, how many minutes I got on the clock? Uh, 59 seconds. All right. Let's uh, let's do a 10-yard run. Okay. Let's go, uh, let's go uh, potent passes. The question is... Through the first eight weeks, which quarterback has the lowest passer rating? And I will say there's not going to be any, like, unknowable guys. It's all – there's got to be a minimum for this category of, like, maybe 20 passes attempted. So which quarterback has the lowest passer rating? Is it – actually, you get options, so I didn't even need to specify that. Is it Joe Flacco, Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton, or Drew Locke? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, did, are you confident about that? Yeah. Is correct. Andy Dalton has a 64.4 passer rating. So, Sam, it is back to where I thought it was originally. It is second and 20 at the 45. What would you like to do? All right. 20-yard uh, pass. Wait, I can do a 20-yard run, right? You can, yes. 20-yard run um, with the receiver option. Receiver. Radical category. receivers. Through eight weeks, which player has the most receptions? Oh, uh, I know this. Um, God damn it. I know this. Given like oh, a I lot won't... of time. I thought he went run. No. Oh, he did go run. Yeah, no, yeah, he right. did go yeah, run. Yeah. Amari Cooper, Tyler Boyd, Stephon Diggs, yeah. or DeAndre Hopkins? Amari, Amari Cooper. Mike? Um, I'm going to go Stephon Diggs. Both of you are incorrect. DeAndre Hopkins has 57 receptions through eight weeks. I didn't hear you say, oh, wow. Good for first most. Amari is second with 54. Actually, Amari, Tyler Boyd, and Stephon Diggs are all tied at 54. So it is third in 20 at the 45. What would you like to do? All right, let's um, let's do a 20-yard uh, a run uh, with a running back. All right. Got to read you the options in this one. Through eight weeks, which player has run the most yards on a single play? It's similar to a question we asked earlier. Is it Emmanuel Mosley, Byron Pringle, Deontay Johnson, or Isaiah Rogers? Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle is incorrect. He ran 118.7 yards on a 102-yard kickoff touchdown, kickoff return touchdown. What are those three names? Emmanuel Mosley, Deontay Johnson, and Isaiah Rogers. Let's go Isaiah Mosley. <laughs> not an option. Emmanuel Mosley, Deontay Johnson, or Isaiah Rogers. Emmanuel Mosley. Are you sure you don't want to go the other way? <laughs> no, Emmanuel Mosley. 
Emmanuel Mosley is incorrect. I, I tried to help you. Isaiah Rogers ran 135.3 yards on a 101-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. I have no idea. I thought maybe I wrote that name wrong. I, I, I've never heard of Isaiah Rogers. Uh, so it is now fourth. No, I mean, whatever. I, I wrote it, so it's probably right. Google it. Google it if you want. I, I'm pretty sure it's correct. Isaiah Rogers. I don't know. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Somebody asked Siri. All right, anyways, there's 10 seconds left in the game. It is fourth and 20 at the 45. You could. No, I'm tucking and running. You can't tuck and run because you just called a run play. But you can Hail Mary it. What's Hail Mary? What is Hail Mary? It is a question that is. No, no, let's, let's oh, Hail okay. Mary. All right, Hail Mary. <laughs> now, Mike, again, to remind you, for there's 10 seconds left in the half. If you answer incorrectly, it's a touchdown. If you answer correctly, it's an interception in the end zone. Sam, if you answer correctly, it's a touchdown. If you answer incorrectly, it's an interception in the end zone. Tua Tagovailoa, whatever, however you say it, became the first left-handed quarterback to win his first start since which quarterback in 2002? Left-handed quarterback. First, he won his. He's the first quarterback since this quarterback won his first start. Do you know Ewan? Yep. Yeah. Well, I think so. 2002. Yeah, I'll give you like uh, six more seconds, but technically that's halftime. A left-handed quarterback. I think it's 02. Could be 03. It's probably 03 now that I think about it. Listen, the first left-handed quarterback to win since the last left-handed quarterback, which was who? In his first start. Five. Mike Vick. Four. It doesn't matter. It's a touch. It's. Do you know Ewan? Yeah, Who? it must be Vick. That's what you thought? No, it's Chris Sims oh. on the Buccaneers. Chris Sims was the last left-handed wow. quarterback to win his first start. I would have said Michael Interesting. I think Michael Vick came out in 01, so Michael Vick was probably before mm. Chris Sims. Anyways, that's an interception for you, Mike, but it doesn't matter because it's halftime. Yeah. Where we will have a score of zero to zero. You and I can't wait to hear your first half recap. We will be right Thank back with Wednesday Night Linebacker after this. And we are back with Wednesday Night Linebacker on our week eight edition of Tuck and Run, where we had a wonderful first half. Ewan, you want to give us a first half recap? Well, it's been an enthralling game so far. We have a nil-nil scoreline at the break. Mike's defense has been good. He has two tackles for loss. Sam on offense has 20 passing yards and 15 rushing yards. His defense hasn't quite been up to scratch. But Mike is yet to gain yardage on offense, so he'll be looking to build on that with the ball in the second half. <laughs> Mike, you're saying Mike has zero offensive yards? In the first he half. has absolutely nothing. <laughs> and Sam does have offensive yards. Yes, 35. Oh, 35. Good job. All right, we will bring in our two contestants right now. You guys there? You good? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, our first game, our Thursday night football, we have the Packers going into San Francisco to play the Jimmy Garoppolo-less 49ers, where the Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like in this, Mike? 
I'm going to have to take the Packers. I know they're not very good this year, and the 49ers can run the ball. But I'm going to take the Packers in this one. How much are you going to put on them? I put five. You yes. know, give them, a little, give them a little faith. Sam, who do you like in this? Where you spend, how much wait, you spend? Wait, wait. You said the Packers aren't, haven't been good this year. They've been really good. They, 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 they got pitched up by a, a very good, a better Buccaneers team. But here's the thing. Like you mentioned, there's no Garoppolo there. There's no Kittle there. There's, there's no running backs at all. And defense is banged up. And the icing on top of the cake there, it's, it's uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's in, back in his hometown. Well, sort of hometown. He's going to put on a show. I'm, I got the Packers. I'm putting 15 down. 15 on Green Bay. Ewan, I can imagine. Where are you going to put your money? Well, my money is going to go on the Packers, but these are the kind of games that we lose. The games were really expected to win, like last week against the Vikings. But you're going to see a pattern in my batting. I'm oh, going to yeah, put $1 that. on the Packers. $1 wow. on the Packers. I'm putting $5 on the Packers because $5. Also, I will say last week I did a little bit better than week one. But what I really realized last week is Vegas is always right. So you're going to see a trend with my bets. Moving on, we have... For our first 1 o'clock game, we have the Seattle Seahawks traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills, where the Seahawks are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and all of the money is taking Seattle. Sam, who do you, where are you going to put your money on this? Who do you like? The place in the Bills? What's a tough matchup? The Seahawks are traveling to Buffalo across country. What's the spread? One? Two-and-a-half points. Two-and-a-half. Uh, I mean, you, really can't, you can't count out Russell Wilson. He's having a stellar year. So I, I got five on, on the Seahawks. $5 on Seattle. Mike, who do you like? I'm also going to go Seahawks. It'll be a close game, so that's why my only um, bet will be one. But um, their defense hasn't been very great. Maybe this is what the Bills need. But overall, Russell Wilson is your MVP this year so far, so I take the Seahawks. Very convincing. Not to mention they barely, they barely beat a, a struggling Patriots team, so – yeah, they barely. They should, probably should have lost you. And who who do you like? And where are you spending? I like your the Seahawks. <laughs> I like the Seahawks again. I don't think Josh Allen's ready to win games like these. I'm gonna take the Seahawks for one dollar, please. Very confident. I also like the Seahawks, and I'm putting five dollars on them again. Just watch my bets. There's a theme. Moving on, we have the Detroit Lions, who may not have Matthew Stafford as he has just been placed on the COVID-19 list, traveling to Minnesota who were the worst team in the division until last week, where the Vikings are, as of right now, four-point favorites, which could potentially go up depending on Stafford. Who do you like in this game, Mike, and where are you putting your money? You know, Matthew Stafford with, without him, it doesn't matter. As long as Matt Patricia's on that sidelines, I'm going Vikings. <laughs> and how much are you going to put on him? Two. Very confident. <laughs> Sam? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know where the lines are at this season. I really don't know. Me neither. I don't know what. I don't think. Don't. I don't think they found their identity. Um, and if Dalvin Cook is going to play like like he did last week, I, I got two dollars on the Vikings. Sorry, Chuck. Don't feel bad. I also have money on the Vikings. You and how much you yep. put in? You're taking Vikings the Vikings again. Yes, Dalvin Cook got me forty-six point nine points in fantasy <laughs> last week. Which could be I'm a question be... coming up. Spoiler alert. Yes. Foreshadowing. Well, there you go. So how much are you putting on I'm them? Gonna, well, believe it or not, I'm going to put $1 on the Vikings, please. <laughs> surprise, surprise. $1 on the Vikings. The best thing that could happen to the Lions is they lose all of these games for both a higher draft pick and 
more higher chance of them firing their GM and head coach, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, which is what I'm rooting for at this point. I put $5 on the favored Vikings. Moving on, the next game we have the Denver Broncos going into Atlanta where somehow, some way, the Falcons are actually favored for once. The Falcons are three-and-a-half-point favorites. The money is completely even. Who do you like in this game, Mike? Let me guess. You got to go with the the master. You got to go with the Broncos. I mean, it's the Falcons. It doesn't matter if they're up. It doesn't matter if they're down. They're going to lose somehow. And how much are you putting on the Broncos? Five. Sam? Who do you like in this? Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm liking the Falcons. I'm liking the Dirty Birds. They're, they're turning it around. They have to turn it around. This is the game to do it halfway through the season. Uh, I got one dollar though. I'm gonna say save one dollar <laughs> on the Dirty Birds. You really like the Falcons, Ewan? Where are you putting your one dollar? I'm kind of on the fence here. I want Drew Lock to succeed, but I don't know. I think the Falcons are gonna start winning games one way or another, and I think this is probably one that they will win. So I'm going to have $1 on the Falcons, please. So I'm also taking the Falcons because I have been getting my ass handed to me in bets. So this week I'm just siding with the favorite for every single game. But I'm only putting $1 because I can very much see the Broncos winning that game, and I don't want to lose a lot if I'm wrong. Moving Denver by 10. All right, well, you're a little bit further away from the mic. But our next game, we have Mike's hometown Titans with the Bears traveling to visit them. The Titans are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The money is completely even as of right now. Who do you like in this, Sam? I have a bold prediction. Can't wait to hear All it. All right. And it's, it's not score-wise. It's more of position-wise. I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to make a return because Nick Falls has been playing like trash. With that being said, Ryan Tannehill is on a tear. Derek Henry can't stop him. Our offensive receiving core is amazing. Let's go. With Tennessee, I'll put I'll put five on that. I'll put five on it, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> mm, I'll put ten on the Titans, but in no way does that, this mean I think they're a good. That team. must kill they're... you. I hope all our Titans fans are listening to this. Mm, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Titans are bums. They've been exposed the last two weeks. Bunch of losers. <laughs> They'll never amount to anything more than what they've done in 1999. Hometown team. team. Michael lives in Tennessee. Hometown team. <laughs> Ooh, Titans suck. All right, $10 on the Titans. Ewan, I think we got a little okay. curveball here. You're not putting a dollar on the on whoever you're picking. Who are you picking and how much are you spending? This is the big one. Titans, I, I like the Titans. I don't know if Tannehill's the guy yet. He is playing very, very well. Is he going to be as good as everyone seems to think he is? The Bears, you know my feelings on the Bears. $87 on the Titans. 87 <laughs> dollars on the Titans, which if we do the math means he has to spend a dollar the rest of the way. $87 on the Titans. He only put 44 on the whoever the Bears opponent was last week and lost all of it, but maybe this week the Titans will bail you out. No, they won't let me down this week. I hope not. I also put $1. I also picked the Titans, but I only put $1 because, I don't know, five and a half points is a lot, and I'm starting to be disappointed in Tennessee. Anyway, yeah, Tannehill's you know garbage. Tannehill's trash. No, Tannehill is good. Tannehill is good. He's not the issue. The issue is the defense. Ah. They they can't they can't cover and they can't rush. <laughs> like, the issue is sir. Uh, the issue is they're a trash team in a trash state. Says the Broncos fan. <laughs> Moving forward, we have the Baltimore Ravens in their revenge game against the former Baltimore Colts, traveling to Indianapolis 
to play the aforementioned Colts, where the Ravens are only two-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like in this game, Mike? Again, I'm going to stick to a theme. Colts are trash. <laughs> Phillip Rivers is old and washed. I'm going to go Ravens five. Five dollars. Very confident. Sam? Uh, so here's the thing. The Colts. What's the record right now? Are they five and two? Five and two, unfortunately. And no, and no one's talking about that. No one's talking. They have a sneaky defense. I'm not and they, about it. I'm done with. And they expose the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> dude, thank you. I, I watched it. I pay money to watch the Lions. Can you believe that? However, <laughs> however, however, your boy Lamar Jackson, he needs to bounce back. I think this is a game where he's going to bounce back. So let's do uh, five on the Ravens. You really, that was a roller coaster there. I, th- I almost wrote down Indianapolis for you. Five dollars <laughs> on the Ravens. Ewan, where are you putting your one dollar? I think this is going to be an ugly game. I think against the Colts oh, defense, and I can't get behind Philip Rivers as a quarterback in 2020. So my one dollar is going on the Ravens. That's a good bet. My $10 is going on the Ravens. That's how confident I am that they're going to bounce back after losing last week. The Colts' defense is good, and they are better than people are giving them credit for. However, Phillip Rivers playing against the defense that Ben Roethlisberger played against last week, at least two interceptions. That's my bold prediction. That's at least two interceptions in the fourth quarter while down. At least. Hold on. I just have, hold on a second. I'm going to take this out, but Aubrey's calling me. She might be downstairs. Hello? Hello? Hi, Aubrey. Hello. What are you doing? Podcasting. Nice. Your mom? Uh, probably another half hour. So I'm coming to your house. Okay, well, when you're outside, call me. Okay, um, do you know where the ferret is? Because Linda wants to see him. No. Aubrey, you can't be bringing no chillins in my house. All right, I'm recording. Who's Landon? Oh, okay, his cousin. Okay, goodbye. It's starting, Dale. It's no, starting. Landon's her cousin. All right. Um, I mean, go. so wait. I mean, tennis. I mean, in Alabama, you know. This is America. Yeah, where you guys down south? Well, you and out out west. One, two, three. You and it's a long way west. So moving forward, our next game. You're going the wrong way. Oh, East. <laughs> yeah, East. All right. East? I thought you said East. All right, all right. Hold on. Moving on, our next game is features the Carolina Panthers. I had no idea. It was not in the video. Sorry. Ah, I can finally see Sam. All right, there you go. Now can we, can we proceed? Moving forward, moving on. The Carolina Panthers are traveling into Kansas City to play the Chiefs, where the Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites, which is almost the biggest line, the biggest spread this week. Who do you like in this, Sam? Uh, I, to be honest with you, I don't know how Carolina has been in the season. However, Kansas City, when you have Pat Mahomes as your quarterback, and that is God, and you don't bet against God. So I'm putting 20 on the Chiefs. $20, your biggest bet of the week so far. Hopefully you're keeping track of how much money you're spending. Mike, who do you I got want? it. I got it. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'll do 10 You know, Chiefs are good. Pat Mahomes is good. So that's about it. Enough said. Ewan, where are you putting your $1? My $1 will also be on the Chiefs. They can't lose this game, surely. 
Surely. Well, <laughs> they're not going to lose. It's just a question of do they win by 10 and a half. I, do, I think they'll cover it. I think they're going to cover it too, and this is one of my bigger bets. I put $10 on the Chiefs to cover 10 and a half. You go big or go home. I mean, I'm not going to put 87 on any game, but I mean, if I keep losing the way I lose, I might start spending 87 on games. <laughs> Moving forward, our next game features the Houston Texans traveling into Jacksonville to play the Jaguars and Jake Lutton, who's their new quarterback. And the, right now, the Texans are favored by seven. Who do you like in this, Mike? Uh, I'm going to go Texans. I'm going to go Texans. One dollar bet. Um, Jags awesome. are still a mess. Um, Jake Lutton's six-round pick. Now, he doesn't have a mustache like Minshew, so he's just not going to come in and ball out. I so. did hear he has a stronger arm, though, and they're going to feature the vertical passing game more, but we'll see how that goes for his first start against the uh, got to be an angry Texans team. Sam, yeah, with your New York Giants hat and no video, who do you like? Hi. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, both these teams are just trash. If I had to pick, though, the Battle of the South, I'm going with the Texans. How much do you want to put on the Houston Texans? Mm. I will uh, tell you that was... Ewan, Mike, and I are all extremely confident in the Texans and put one dollar on them. Let's. I, I let me. Uh, let's, let me see. I have. I spent fifty-three so far. Sure. Let's just put three. No, forty-five. Yeah, $53. You got it. Ewan, I already gave you a bet away. And my own bet. We are both putting $1 on the Texans. You have no choice. I have no fave. Our next game, the last game of the 1 o'clock slate, we have Sam's New York Giants traveling to Washington to play the football team. The football team is two-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like in this, Sam, and how much are you going to spend? All right. So far this entire season, I've bet against the Giants because they've just been horrible. And it's a divisional game, so you think – and they showed up. They did show up last week – oh, this past uh, Sunday night, rather. Monday night. Was it Monday night or Sunday yeah, night? Monday. Monday night. Monday. Monday night. They, they, anyways, long story short, that Washington defense is pretty pretty scary. But, you know, I'm going to – for the first time this season, I'm going to bet for my team, and I'm going to put a, 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 a competent $10 they're going to win. You are, that is the lone wolf bet of the week. You are the only one taking the Giants. Spoiler alert. Mike, how much are you putting on not the Giants? Well, like you said, they've got a pretty good defense. And if there's one thing Daniel Jones does good, it's turn the ball over. So <laughs> we're going to take uh, the Washington Red football team. The Washington football team. With how much? Uh, we're going to do two. Two dollars. Very confident. Ewan, where are you putting your obligatory one dollar? My $1 will also be going on the Redskins. Oh, um, they're not the Redskins anymore. That is racially insensitive. I'm sorry. It's Man. just... Yeah, it's just... The Maroons. The Washington yes, Maroons. That'll, that'll do. The, the Washington, Washington football team for $1. I am also putting $1 on the Washington football team because I'm staying away from divisional matchups when possible. Our first 4 o'clock game future, features the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Where this is are a, they going to Los Angeles? Yeah, the Chargers are in Los Angeles. Now, the Chargers and the Raiders, this is a straight pick em. There's no favorite at all. So, who would, And mind you, that's with a three-point favorite advantage. So the, as far as Vegas is concerned, the Raiders are three points better than the Chargers. But because that's in El, Las, Los Angeles, it's a zero-point game. Pick em. So, Mike, who do you like in this? I'm going to take Raiders. I'm going to put five on the Raiders. Uh... They've shown to be 
okay this year. Not not great, but not not bad. And the Chargers are just allergic to winning. It doesn't matter what Justin Herbert does. Yeah, I tend to agree. I like the Chargers, but it's hard for me to bet on them with how they've been performing. Sam, with your 15th different look of this Zoom conversation, who do you like? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna ride the Derek Carr train and put uh, two dollars on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, it's tricky. Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Ewan, you're. I have my one dollar on the Chargers and my good friend Trent Eugene Carlton's precious hill Herbert, who has been very good this season. Been impressed. Yeah, he has been very good. He's not good enough to beat the Raiders, in my opinion, who I put $20 on, which is my second largest bet, which is... Staying away from divisional matchups, by the way. Maybe not a great idea now that I think about it. They have to legitimately... Whatever, $20, so be it. It's not real money. (laughs) Moving on, the second game on the 4 o'clock schedule features the Miami... Tua Tagovailoa, blah blah blah. Dolphins traveling to Arizona. I'm gonna stop saying his name. Traveling to Arizona to play the Cardinals, where the Cardinals are five-point favorites after the Rams were favorites last week and got their butt kicked. Who do you like in this game, Mike? You know, I'm gonna have to take the four-foot-nine Kyler to God. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna put five on the cards. Dolphins look good, but. You know, Tua wasn't stellar, and he was really carried by a special teams and defense. But they're not good enough to stop that offense. That's tough. That's a tough one. Sam, who do you like? I like D-Hop. That's all I got to say about that. I was going to say. Don't think you can, I don't, 12. I don't think 12 you, on me. I don't think your internet connection is good enough for you to walk around your house while you do this. $12 on the Arizona Cardinals. Is what he meant. To, is what he said. Whether it came through or not, Ewan, where is your one dollar going? One dollar is going on the Cardinals. I like this offense. I like Kyler Murray. I think it's going to be a fairly straightforward win for them. Yeah, I'm only betting a dollar because uh, I don't know. I'm rooting. I picked the Cardinals because they're favored. Because I'm picking all of the favorites this week and seeing how it goes. But I don't know. This could go into the Cardinals. The Dolphins' defense is good. Like I don't know. It is good. Now we'll see if it can travel. But. One dollar on the Cardinals for me. So our last game. This is an audio medium. <laughs> our last game of the four o'clock schedule features the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Dallas to play Cooper Rush and or who's their other backup quarterback? Ben DiNucci. No, but there's another the real one. goat himself. It's Cooper Rush versus somebody else. They've given up on Ben DiNucci after one game. Where the Steelers are fourteen point favorites, Sam. Who do you like and how much are you spending? Man, I do like the Steelers. I don't think they're going to oh, – they might do. No, that. they're probably, yeah, right. probably going to blow out yeah. the Cowboys. All right, so let's, let's go 10. 10 on the Steelers. $10 on the Steelers. Mike? <laughs> Mike, how much are you spending and who are you putting it on? I already know. I'm, go- but- I'm going with the Steelers because, you know, Big Ben's going to do the Cowboys, what he did to that woman in a bathroom years ago. Hey, come on. Deep cut. Four, Allegedly. Allegedly. 45. No, 45. He, he definitely did that. He's a bad guy. $45, our second biggest bet of week eight, of week nine on the Steelers. You win your $1. Well, if I did have money to bet in this game, I wouldn't be too confident in the Steelers covering the spread. The Cowboys are 
bad, but these are the games that Steelers play down to their opponents, and I don't think they'll cover the spread, but I'd still put a dollar on the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, they'll lose a little or win a little. Not really going to matter. You really, you're just rooting for the Titans. And I put $30 on the Steelers. That's my biggest bet of the week. I am very confident that they will whip the Cowboys' butt. Moving on to Sunday Night Football, the game of the week, arguably. We have the New Orleans Saints traveling into Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers, where the Buccaneers are four-and-a-half-point favorites for some reason. Who do you like in that, Mike? Tampa Bay, no problem. Drew Brees is washed. He ain't Tom Brady. He ain't playing into his 40s well. So I'm going to go Bucks with three. That's all right. That's all right. It adds to the character of the show. Uh, I, I was thinking about that. Who is, Tom Brady's older than Drew Brees, right? But not oh, by yeah. much. By like two years. Yeah, because Drew's 40 as well. Yeah. Right? All yeah, right. but he's he's washed. He, if his slant master ain't in, he ain't, he ain't in it. I hear you. Uh, Sam, who do you like, and where are you gonna spend your money? I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, this is the game I want you to try to stay away from. But I mean, Antonio Brown is coming in, and Tom Brady's on fire. So I'm putting five on the Bucks. Five on the Bucks. You win one dollar for you. I'm also spending one dollar yeah. on the Bucks. Where are you putting your one dollar? Dollars going on the Bucks too. That offense is electric and. The Saints without Michael Thomas, as Mike said, are not electric. I will say I can see a world where the Saints at least cover because four and a half, it might be a three-point game. But I'll put a dollar because I'm picking the favorites. I'm sticking with it. Now for our last game of the week, we have the New England Cameron Newtons going to New York to play the Sam Darnolds where the Patriots are seven-point favorites. That is the, the proving the ineptitude of the Jets that the Patriots, who have two wins this season, are seven-point favorites on the road in New York. Who do you like in this game, Sam? And how much are you spending? Uh, I like the Jets in this game. Why not? And I'm going to put five on the Jets. Is that all? Have you, did you do the math? Is that all of your money? No, that's all my money. All right, excellent. Five dollars on the Jets. I actually really like that bet. You lose five dollars or you win ten. Who cares? You have a good chance because – I could see the Jets only winning by four, or the Patriots straight up winning. Uh, Mike, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to put one dollar on the Pats. I mean, eh, they both suck. I mean, let's be honest. But their defense is good enough to probably harass, and Darnold will probably start seeing ghosts again. So So one dollar on the Patriots. Ewan, your last dollar. Where are you putting it? My one dollar is going on – the New York Jets. I think this is where we start to see Bill masterminding his tank to get a quarterback in the draft this year. I think the Jets are going to win their first game. The crazy thing is, if the Patriots lose to the Jets the two times they play them, they would have the first pick in the draft. <laughs> so they can take it from the Jets just by losing. So we will see if they are actually trying to win or if they are trying to get the first pick. That's sneaky. That not enough people are talking about. I put my last $9 on the Patriots because they are the favorite. And that's all that needs to be said. So we will track these bets, see how you guys are doing. After uh, two weeks of doing this so far, who's up the most? I believe Rush is still up the most. Isn't that right? The the 15, 14-year-old Giants fan that we have? Yes, he is. I believe he's up the most. Last week, last week, Fargo, our undefeated player, he did the best. He had seventy. He made seventy-four. You and you made forty. Not made. I'm sorry. We all bet a hundred. Fargo is only down twenty-six, which was the best last week. You and you were down sixty. 
Jesse was down 30, and I am down 56. But we'll have to see how we do with this week. Every week is a new opportunity to stop embarrassing myself and ourselves. So that was Wednesday Night Linebacker. We will be right back with the second and final half of this week's Tuck and Run right after this. And we are back with the second and final half of Week Eight Tuck and Run. It is Mike's ball with a score of zero to zero, with your oper- your first opportunity to actually get some yards on offense. It'll be first and ten at the twenty. What would you like to do, Mike? Let's uh, let's do a ten yard run, and we're going to do. Can you name the categories after defense? 10-yard run. After defense, fantastical football, and spectacular special teams. Spectacular special teams. Your question is, which kicker attempted the most field goals in week eight? This is a run, so you get options. Is it Greg Zerline, the Cowboys kicker, Sergio Castillo, I think that's the Jets kicker, Ryan Suckup, or Will Lutz? Um, we're going to go Will, Will Lutz. Lutz. That is a tie. It is also he, the correct answer. Wait, so, I no. I definitely said it before he did. No, I don't believe you did. Now, I well, said, you, what are you talking about? Ewan? Ewan, take the lead. I'm not sure. I think you both said Will Lutz at the same time. So no. we'll give you another one. We will give you another one. Through the first. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, through the first eight weeks, which kicker has the lowest extra point conversion percentage with a minimum of 10 attempts. This is a run. Is it Sam Sloman, Harrison Butker, Greg Zerline, Cowboys kicker, or Young Hu Koo? Uh, Greg Zerline. Young Hu Koo. Greg Zerline is incorrect. He has converted 87.5% of his extra points. Young Hu Koo is correct, Sam. He has only converted 82.4% of his kicks. That was a 10-yard run. It is now... Second and 20 at the 10. Hey, you want to know what I call him? You. I call him woo-hoo-hoo. I call him something a little bit more offensive that I won't say on here. What would you like <laughs> to do, Mike? Uh, I guess we're going to go 20-yard pass. You got it. Formation? Um, shotgun. <laughs> Category? <laughs> uh, passers. Potent passes. Your question Potent is? Passers. Through eight weeks, which quarterback has the highest average time to throw? Highest average time to throw. It's obviously got to be a team. A Tom Brady? Is that your answer? Yeah. <laughs> no, Tom Brady's not even in the top four. Uh, ooh, that's kind of tough. I guess I'm going to have to go with um, golden boy Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is also not in the top four. Baker Mayfield has an average time to throw of 3.13, good for highest in the NFL. And he still sucks? <laughs> he still sucks. Uh, let's pause it right here because I think I have to go let my kid in. All right, it is third and 20 at the 10. What would you like to do, Mike? I guess we'll try uh, 
20 yard pass again. You can always 20 yard run for multiple. Yeah, choice. but then if he gets it, yeah. then it's a, it's it's a, a turnover. Safety. Yeah, no, it's it's a turnover 20 yards downfield. So wait, on, wait, what? So a 20 yard pass, a 20 yard play is a turnover 20 yards downfield. A 30 yard play is a turnover at the line of scrimmage. There's no safeties. So do you want to do a pass or a run? I'm still doing a pass. Okay, what what category? Uh, um, running backs. Remark- Regal running backs. <laughs> Remarkable runners. Your question is, through the first eight weeks, which, which running back has the most unexpected rushing yards? Well, unexpected rushing yards. What is unexpected? So Amazon Web Services has an algorithm where they can determine how many yards a player is supposed to get on any carry, and this player got the most over that expected number. Uh, Sam, no idea? Uh, I would say the running back in your, your team, Deontay Swift, is it? DeAndre Swift, I appreciate that, but that is incorrect. There are 10 seconds left. Uh, unexpected. Uh, I guess I'll go... Five. I don't know. Just four. say Derrick Henry. He big man. Derrick Henry is incorrect. Neither of those players are in the top four. Dalvin Cook has 155 unexpected uh, yards rushing. Good for most in the league. Followed by Nick Chubb, who hasn't played in forever, so that's what a monster he is. Raheem Mostert, who also hasn't played, and Ronald Jones. Now it is fourth. <laughs> oh, it was a pass. Would you like to tuck and run? Tuck and run. Yeah, tuck and run, I guess. I need, need to get two right, right? Two. You right? need to get two correct. Your question is, name, and Sam, you can take answers away from him, name the top mm-hmm. seven quarterbacks in rushing yards through eight weeks. Quarterbacks in rushing yards through eight weeks. Josh Allen. Russell Wilson. You have ten yards. Sam has. Daniel Jones. <laughs> you need, there's two more you can answer to get. Patrick Mahomes. That is incorrect, Sam. But you did take – wait, no. So you got 10 yards. That's all you can do because – Wait, had, is it till the first person gets a correct incorrect answer? Or I thought it was till I get it. No, what? but he's he, – Sam said Kyle Murray, Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones. I said Kyler Murray. No, you said, you said Kyle Murray. I said Lamar Jackson. I, then I said Russell Wilson, and then I said Patrick Mahomes. No, Daniel Jones, and then Patrick Mahomes. So you took three. Okay, so yes. Yeah, so you – okay. Tw- 15 seconds left. You can still answer. Mike, Sam, you cannot answer. Mm. I, don't, I really don't know. So One of them is pretty obvious. Well, really, mm. a few few of them are. I don't know. Four, three, nothing? I don't know. All right. So it is Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. This is in order. Daniel Jones, Cameron Newton, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Carson Wentz. So you did – Gain 10 yards, making it 4th and 10 at the 20, which was your original line of scrimmage. What would you like to do on 4th down? Mind uh, I guess just, zero, zero. I guess just punt. All right, punt. So you will be able to answer. And, Sam, if there are any remaining correct answers, you can answer for return yards. Your question is, name the top seven running backs in receiving yards through eight weeks. Uh, Alvin Kamara. 10-yard punt. Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. Dalvin Cook, Cook Jesus. is not in the top seven. So that is a 10-yard punt, meaning it is at the 30. Sam, if you can answer three correctly, it is a touchdown. You uh, have 20 seconds. Hines. 
Naheem Hines is correct. Ten yards. Um, ooh, ooh, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Ten seconds. Let's go. Oh, okay. Uh, bu- 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 that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> Five no, seconds. Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. That is incorrect. Yeah. But you did gain ten yards, so the ball is back. <laughs> you guys are playing much better on on defense and offense. It is first and ten, twenty yards from the end zone. What would you like to do, Sam? Oh, also, so uh, just to recap. In order, the top seven running backs in receiving yards are Alvin Kamara, Mike Davis, James Robinson, Chase Edmonds, Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Naheem Hines. Anyways, first and 10 at the 20, what would you like to do? Uh, Let's do a 10-yard fantasy football pass. Your question is... This is going to go to overtime 0-0. What which kicker has scored the most points through the first eight weeks? Brandon McManus. That is incorrect. Not even the top four. That's so dumb. Sam, you have thirty-three seconds. So suck up. Suck up is all is not a bad guess because he is third highest with seventy-eight. Fat Randy Bullock has scored eighty-six fantasy points. Good for first. Young Hoo Sam's favorite kicker, is second with eighty-four. So it is second and ten after the twenty. What would you like to do, Sam? Uh, another ten-yard uh, pass play. Let's go with uh, receivers. No, uh, yeah, receivers. Let's do receivers. Radical receivers. Your question is: Through eight weeks, which player has the lowest average cushion? There's no way you will answer this correctly, <laughs> either of you. Lowest average cushion. Through eight Oof. weeks. Uh, I will give you both one hint. It is a former chief. 20 seconds. And it is not Dante Hall. Or Ed <laughs> Kennison. Or Dwayne Bow. Five, four... The answer is Chris Conley. Chris Conley has been given an average cushion of 4.4 yards through eight weeks because he is fast. It is now third and 10 at the 20 skill. Let's go. All right. Let's go a 10 yard run. Got it. Um, let's go with defenders. Dauntless defenders. Through eight weeks, which player has the fastest sack in the NFL? This is a run, so you get options. Keanu Neal, Matt Judon, Aaron Donald, or Vince Williams? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is correct. He has recorded a sack in 2.17 seconds from the snap and ball. It is now fourth and 20 at the 30. Would you like to go for it? Would you like to kick a field goal? Let's, go, let's kick a field goal. Put some points on the board. All right, so you need to answer four correctly. Mike, you can take questions, answers away from him. The que- your question is, name the top seven wide receivers in receiving yards through eight weeks. All right, let's Yeehaw. go with Amari Cooper. Amari um, Cooper is incorrect. 
<laughs> what? No, it's not. Top seven receivers in receiving yards are DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, Robbie Anderson, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson, and DJ Moore. Amari Cooper yeah. is top seven yeah. in receptions, but not yards. So it is. <laughs> I don't know. You might have to check that one again, man. No, I'm telling you. You can look it up. Amari Cooper is in receptions, not receiving yards. So it is first and 10, 70 yards away from the end zone. Well, you know, I'd like to gain some yards, but that's not been working pretty good for me. So, um, we'll do a five-yard run out of um, out of uh, the uh, the wide receivers category. Ten-yard run out of radical receivers. Yes, five-yard no, five five run. Five-yard run. Five run out of radical receivers through eight weeks. Which player has the highest catch percentage? Is it Chris Godwin? Robert Tanyan, Curtis Samuel, or Anthony Fersker? Curtis Samuel. That is incorrect. He has a second highest at 85.29%. Sam? Right, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> Through eight weeks, which player has the highest catch percentage? Chris Godwin, Curtis Samuel, who is incorrect, Robert Tanyan, or Anthony Fersker? Let's go with the first guy. Do you know his name? I already forgot. The <laughs> options are Chris Godwin, Curtis Samuel, Robert Chris, Tanyan. Chris, Chris oh, Godwin, Chris Curtis Samuel, Robert Tanyan, or Anthony Fersker. Highest catch percentage. Uh, two seconds, one second. Answer now. Chris, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is correct. He has an 86.21 catch percentage. That was a five-yard run, so it is now second or third? Second. Second, okay. second and 15 at the – 25. What would you like to do? I guess 10 yard run. You got it. Category? Uh, quarterbacks. Potent passers. Through the first eight weeks, which quarterback has thrown the highest percentage of aggressive passes? And oh, this is a run, so you get multiple choice. Aggressive passes are determined by a defender is one yard or less away from their intended receiver at the time of the ball, at the time of the throw. Your options are Nick Foles, Joe Burrow, Mitchell Trubisky, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was a two-minute warning, FYI. Joe Burrow. Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, no, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is incorrect. So, Sam, who would you like to guess? Oh, well, um, if it's not Joe Burrow, then... Joe Burrow's second highest percentage of aggressive passes. 22.4% so of Mitchell of Joe Burrow's throws are aggressive. So your options are Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Let's go with Nick Foles. You should have stuck with your first answer. Mitchell Trubisky has you just said it. <laughs> 31.4% of his throws are aggressive. Nick Foles is third with 21.5. When, so, when did he play? I mean, he started the season. So – it is third and 15 at the 25. What would you like to do, Mike? There are a minute and 45 seconds left. 20-yard pass. Out of? Uh, fantasy football. You got it. <laughs> smells like overtime. Which running back has scored the most points through eight weeks? Running back, uh, let's. Oh, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. 
is correct. Alvin Kamara has scored a whopping 195.7 points through eight weeks, and I am grateful for every single one of them in one of my fantasy leagues. That was a 20-yard pass. Yep. So it is now first and 10 at the 45, uh, 55 yards away from the end zone with a minute and 40 seconds left. Um... Let's do a 10-yard run out of Dauntless Defenders. Your question is, if I can find Dauntless Defenders, there they are. Which team has scored, which team has the most sacks through eight weeks? This is a run. So is it the Rams, the Eagles, the Bucks, or the Steelers? The Steelers. That is correct. You are taking no time off the clock. This is always how it happens. It is now first and 10 at... The other 45, 45 yards away from the end zone. What would you like to do? A uh, 10-yard pass, and we'll do um, we'll do potent potables. Potent is that's where the name comes from. Potent passers. Through the first eight weeks, which quarterback has the highest passer rating? Aaron Rodgers. That is incorrect, Sam. Uh, highest passer rating. Let's go with Ryan Tannehill. That is also incorrect. This was a layup. Russell Wilson has the highest passer rating at 120.8, followed by Mahomes, then Rodgers, then Derek Carr. Derek Carr, top four passer rating. There's a minute and a half left. That was was second and 10 at the 45. 20-yard pass. Out of... um, Uh... Nobody ever picks running backs. Teams. <laughs> running backs. I'm going to start making five questions out of the special teams. Remarkable runners. Through eight weeks, which player has the most unexpected rushing yards on a single play as opposed to overall most unexpected rushing yards? So through eight weeks, which player has gained the most unexpected rushing yards on one single play? Uh, this is the pass, right? Yeah. Yep, it's a pass. Okay, go ahead. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, not a bad guess, but he is not in the top four. So that is incorrect. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is always a good guess. That, in fact, is correct. Derrick Henry was expected to gain five yards on one of his runs. He gained 94 yards on his Against touchdown. the Texans. So that was a 20-yard pass, correct? Yes. Yep. So it is now first and 10 at the 25 with a minute and 18 seconds left. Um, 10-yard run out of the special teams. Your question is, through the first eight weeks, which kicker has made the most extra points? Is it Ryan Suckup, Mason Crosby, Jason Myers, or Harrison Butker? Harrison Butker. That is incorrect. Sam, you want to take a guess? Or do you know it? Ryan Ryan Suckup. (laughs) I think you just like saying that guy's name. That is also incorrect. Ryan Suckup has made 26. Harrison Butker has made 24. Mason Crosby has made 24. Jason Myers has made 29 because he's the kicker for the Seahawks, and the Seahawks have scored the most touchdowns. So it is second and 10 at the 25 still with one minute and seven seconds left. Uh, 20-yard pass. Out of? Out of fantasy football. Maybe we can get 20-yard pass, Sam. This would be a turnover, <laughs> so this would be big. Which kicker scored the most points in week eight? 
Can we just say this? No. I thought we already had this question. Week eight. No, maybe most kick points overall, or most field goals, or most extra points. This is in week eight, which kicker scored the most fantasy points? Mm. Hello, dark smile friend. Is it you who 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 you? <laughs> was it the Wuhan virus? No, it was not Young Hu Ku. Mike, ten seconds. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess we'll go with. Sorry, um, suck up. Michael Badgley. I don't know. Sam, I thought you were going to say Ryan Suckup. Ryan Suckup had the second most points at 15. Michael Badgley scored 16 points good for first most. That was a 20-yard pass, so, right? And a five. So it is first and goal at the five-yard line with 24 seconds left in the game. What would you like to do? What? Mm, five-yard run with five-yard run. wide receivers. Wide receivers. you got to answer this one, Sam. <laughs> got to take this away from him. Your question is, through eight weeks, which player has the highest yards after catch average per reception? So the highest yards after catch per reception average. You pick the run so you get options. Is it Cedric Wilson, Danny Amendola, Nicole Hardman, or Debo Samuel? Nicole Hardman. Incorrect. 20 seconds. Debo Samuel. That is correct. There are 18 seconds left in the game. It is second and 10 at the 10. What would you like to do? Do we have timeouts or it stops after every uh, oh. after every play? Okay, so when you read the question and the, the clock doesn't start until you you hear the beep. So until you answer correctly or you both answer incorrectly, it expires. So I could technically call and he could just wait to answer. And if run you me get out. it wrong, uh, let's kick a field goal in. <laughs> All right, you need to answer two of these correctly. <laughs> Your question is. Name the top seven kickers in extra points made through eight. What is up with this quick question? <laughs> okay. Hey, kickers that you love too. So name the top seven kickers in extra points made through eight weeks. You need to answer two of them to get a field goal. Jason Myers. Ryan suck up. Okay. Yep. That's Harrison the, Butker. Okay. Brian McManus. All right, you made it. Mason, you, no, you made it. Harrison Butker is right. Who did you say, Sam? Brian, the, the Denver. <laughs> Brandon McManus is not on you. So that is a field goal. We don't score touchdowns. That is a field goal. It is three to nothing <laughs> with 13 seconds left. Sam, it is your ball, first and 10 at the 20. I suggest a Hail Mary, but it's a Hail Mary. We're doing a Hail Mary. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Your question is Drew Brees has had his fifth. No, the Hail Mary is only one category. Drew Brees. Yeah. Had his 50 yeah. – I think this is a week old, this question. But Drew Brees had his 52nd career game-winning drive in week seven. Good for second most all time. Who has the most career game-winning drives? Oh, my God. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. That is an interception in the end zone for a touchback. It is first and 10 after 20. Your ball, Mike. What would you like to do? Sam, for Can sure, I, I thought you were going to get that. Is there a Neil option? Yeah, Peyton Manning's my favorite quarterback, so I, that's, a, that's a good one for me. Um, can I kneel? No, you would just call a play that you don't think he can answer. Um, There's 11 seconds left. Five-yard run Out with um, dauntless defenders? 
So I probably would have called a pass, but you do you. Five-yard Wait, run. No, too what late. What do you mean? Because a pass, he doesn't have an option. He can just say something and get lucky. Five-yard oh. run out of dauntless defenders. 11 seconds left. Your question is, which player has the most tackles for a loss through eight weeks? Is it Aaron Donald, Vince Williams, Khalil Mack, or TJ Watt? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. TJ Watt. TJ Watt is correct, but there are nine seconds left on the clock. It is second and five at the 25. What would you like Uh, to do, Mike? Ten-yard pass. Out of? Um, Running backs. Oh, boy. Random runners. Your question is nine seconds left. It's a pass, so there are no options. Through eight weeks, which player has the most rushing touchdowns? <laughs> Sam, you just got That is correct. <laughs> Two seconds left. <laughs> that is correct. So that was a – what was that, Ewan? Ten-yard uh, pass. Ten-yard pass. Okay, no. so that goes from the 25 to the 50. <laughs> I would just probably do a five-yard run and end it, but it's all you. Five-yard. Uh, so it's third and 15 from the 15. And 20-yard run. Okay. 20-yard run out of? These wide receiver and running back questions are tough, so I'm just going to If he gets it wrong, that's a fumble, right? If you answer this correctly, it's a safety. Oh, wait, wait. No, I'm just kidding. Second. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not. It's not. Wait, I would still it's, win with a safety. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a 20-yard run. It would be a fumble at the 35, right? Yeah, the 35 because yep. it's a 20-yard run. But there's only two seconds, so basically one of you, you both, Sam, if you want a chance, you have to yell it as soon as I push the button. So <laughs> I like chances. Let's do it. 20-yard run. What's the category? 10-yard run. 20-yard. 20-yard run, and we're going to do it out of passers. All right, potent passers. Oh, tuck and run performance of the week. There are two seconds left in the game. Whoever answers this question correctly <laughs> gets – and you called a multiple choice. Oh, boy. You called a run, right? All right, so whoever answers this question correctly gets a touchdown. <laughs> it's the tuck and run performance <laughs> of the week. That was, that was very uh, good timing. All right. Good. Chances. Let's do it. So I will give you this player's stats and then give you four options, and whoever gets this correctly gets a touchdown. This player went 11 for 14 for 160 passing yards, one touchdown, 78.6% completion percentage, and a 138.1 passer rating. Again, 11 of 14, 160, one touchdown, 78.6, 138.1 passer rating. You and you, have, you know who this is? Not sure. Okay. Your options are Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Big Ben, and Kirk Cousins. Big Ben. No. You, that's a penalty. <laughs> that moves it forward. Not that it's going to matter in the grand scheme of things. So it is uh, third. Ooh, yes. Are we on third? It doesn't matter. Whatever. It's at the 20 now. So it's 10 yards. So is it second or third, Ewan? That would be. It's the same. Well, round. it would still be second. Down so day, second yeah. and 10 at the 20. Same question. As soon as I push this button, one of you needs to answer for a touchdown. Big Ben. That is incorrect. Oh, my God. Mike, do you know? 
and just choose not to answer. It doesn't matter. Do you know who it is? Game's <laughs> over. You won. Um, I would I would say uh, the guy that you mentioned that's not Big Ben, the second choice. I, I said Drew Brees, Big Ben, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins. I would say um, – I, I, I would probably say uh, Allen Pooh. Do you know Ewan? No, not sure. Well, it's Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. 11 to 14, oh, yeah. 160. I guess he didn't have to do much because nope. the Packers' run defense sucks. That's right. Well, Pain. so Sam, thank you for playing. Unfortunately, that is a, a loss for you 3 nothing. Mike, that means stick around because you get to rant and run starting now. Two minutes. Let's see. Okay. Titans suck. Colts suck. Luke sucks. Packers suck. Uh, Drew Locke goaded. Uh, Chargers suck. Trent sucks. Lagania sucks. Um, MTV's aight. Uh, Rob's okay. Um, Poe doesn't watch this, so he sucks. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Who else sucks? Uh, Detox, all right. He's dad. Uh, did I say Luke sucks? Well, he's getting another one. Luke sucks. That's it. All right. Thank you for that, Mike. So, Ewan, you want to give us a final recap of how the how these guys performed in their three nothing yes game. It it was an interesting second half, an offensive explosion from Michael Parks, who had no offensive yards in the first half. And ended with 85 at the end of the game. He had 60 passing yards and 25 rushing yards. He went 70 yards and 10 play drive for his field goal, which ultimately won him the game. Fascinating. <laughs> what did Sam do? How many offensive yards um, did Sam have? He did not gain anything in the entire second half. He <laughs> stuck with 20 passing yards and 15 rushing yards. Both teams had three tackles for loss on defense. Michael, Sam, thank you for playing. Ewan, to say anything to the people before we leave? Well, interestingly, on the subject of Isaiah Rogers, who was mentioned earlier, <laughs> yeah, Indianapolis was... Colts cornerback drafted in the sixth round this year has three recorded tackles in his career thus far and has 11 attempts for kickoffs and his 101-yard return. For a touchdown is the only thing he's done of note. So, so I'm far very glad that he's a real player, and I wrote the name down right. Well, wait. I also appreciate you doing that check to corrections and omissions. <laughs> hopefully, Amari. That's Cooper, what I'm here for. Hopefully, Amari Cooper is not in the top seven because I will never hear that. <laughs> but so for Michael, for Sam, for Ewan, I'm Dale Tucker, reminding you that when in a pickle, you can drink your urine between one and three times before it becomes too concentrated with waste products and causes renal failure. Doing this can actually provide you with an extra day or two for, of survival. So this has been a Tucker Punch production, and we're out. You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight, win or lose, you're gonna be alright. Regardless of the scoreboard, you can do anything that you work for. Do it for us, do it for one another, do it for yourself, and do it for each other. Regardless of the scoreboard, regardless of the scoreboard, scoreboard. I'm not gonna lie, they had us the first time We started slow, but we're always gonna finish fast It's gonna be hard, it's gonna be tough If you fall down, just stand up And no matter what you're going through Your friends are there to help you With all the hard work you put in You might go out with this win You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight Win or lose, you're gonna be alright